News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Now, everywhere, any day, you can play. That is the message that Dublin City Council are sending out ahead of launching a new play strategy that will focus on the planning of play spaces throughout the city for children and young people. And earlier we spoke to Deborah Clark, DCC's play officer, who explained what this strategy entails. The Dublin City Play strategy is um, it's a citywide uh, strategy that's there, that's been developed to support children's right to play, um, and um, and I suppose that's where we really need to look at play is important for children of all ages, all abilities, um, and so that there's an equality of access in terms of opportunities to play. And the strategy is looking at. It will look at playgrounds, but it's also looking at in public space, local streets and neighbourhoods, green spaces. The strategy does concentrate a lot on playing outdoors. So how do we actively encourage our kids to get outside and and play? Catherine Woods, who's Professor of Physical Activity for Health at the University of Limerick, joins us now. Uh, Catherine, we just keep hearing that that kids don't play outdoors anymore. And is some of that down to parents? Parents may be worrying about the safety of their kids in terms of traffic or stranger danger, that kind of thing? Um, Well, it can be multifactorial, um, Kira, and uh, parents may be part of it, but but they're certainly not the whole um, factor that might prevent children from playing outside. Um, because uh, as your previous co- uh, interviewee said there, they need appropriate spaces and places to also be able to play. So there is a role to play for the likes of Dublin City Council. And what a wonderful um, slogan they have, Dublin, a child-friendly and playful city. Who wouldn't want to live in a child-friendly and playful city? Because can you imagine as a parent, if right outside your door you have a child-friendly and playful environment and space that you are happy that they're safe in, then the likelihood of you letting them go outside is much, much higher. Okay, so so some of what we need, in addition to maybe parental attitudes uh, changing for some people, is is purpose-designed spaces for, for children to play. So are we talking about playgrounds in parks? Are we talking about, what, what exactly are we talking about? Are we talking about something more innovative than that? Yeah, and um, interestingly, in the uh, the play strategy that they've just developed, the uh, Dublin City Council went to the children and asked the children what they thought play was, which I think is really, really powerful because it provides the children themselves with the, you know, the space they've been asked for their views. They've then been given, you know, their views. They've been given the the right, I suppose, to air their views and say what they think a play space is, because very often what we as parents might think is junk like a cardboard box a child will see as a place uh, yeah spaceship imagination fills the gaps between between what looks like a play space and and maybe other less pretty facilities so 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 what are we talking about needing to be provided to to facilitate this yeah so it's a whole as as you mentioned a whole range of opportunities for children to play so you're right play but playgrounds have a role to play but it's not just structured play. There has to be opportunities for children to create their own play. For that, you need public parks, you need green and urban spaces, you need local spaces, public spaces that are freely available to children. Um, so, that, you know, spaces where they can engage with nature and, you know, being close to nature. All of this is important um, in terms of allowing children or providing children with the right environments in which they can, you know, play and in any way, shape or form that they wish, really. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I suppose as more and more people live in apartments uh, as well, it really does put the focus on public green spaces. We don't want to, I, I know this is a Dublin City Council initiative, but obviously lots of children live outside Dublin and, and, and in rural Ireland as well. Rural Ireland can be surprisingly difficult too for children to, to, to play in. The roads can be, you know, without pavements. The the fact that there's fields, etc. means that perhaps green spaces that are, are, are play friendly are, are not always provided. Is rural Ireland on the back foot here? Um, I, I'm not sure about that. Um, I, I suppose maybe Dublin is leading the way in relation to uh, its play strategy, but I'm sure other areas also have, if not a strategy, on their way to developing strategies. Uh, interestingly, um, one of the factors that um, in this strategy they continually come back to is the United Nations Convention on the Rights of the Child, which says that every child has the right to play. And as your previous speaker mentioned, every child, um, irrespective of ability, um, it has to be inclusive. So I would imagine that strategies are probably in development. But if Mm. not, what a wonderful opportunity to look at this as an example of good practice. Ask your children, ask your young people. And interestingly, the age range for this play strategy is zero to 18. You know, very often we think of very young yeah. children when we're talking about play. No, but actually, absolutely need spaces as well. You're absolutely right. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That's Catherine Woods, their Professor of Physical Activity for Health at the University of Limerick. It's a good idea, Shane, isn't it? Great idea. There's those awful studies that um, Professor Moynihan from, from DC is always told about. Kids can't hop, skip, jump throw, Throw catch. They can't do any of the things anymore that kids like you were able to do but obviously not like me when um, when we were young because I could never do it. No, just a ball in the yard of grass to quote Sultans of Pink. That's all we needed back then and that's all kids need now I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, I wonder if we overcomplicated it. Look, look, it's interesting stuff and let us know what you think about that this morning. Okay, it is uh, 7.41 on News Talk Breakfast with Kieran Shane. Uh, Time for us to take a look at some of the stories making the headlines online and in print this morning. In the Irish Independent, we learned that the HSE has warned a low uptake of booster jabs by healthcare workers is a worry as fears grow of a COVID-19 winter surge. New figures reveal that just 15% of eligible staff have had the second booster jab since September 1st. The data was released following a major alert last week about a potential surge in a sub-variant of the virus. The Irish Times tells us that several Fine Gael TDs told a meeting of the parliamentary party that modular housing should be used by Irish people as well as Ukraine. Minister for State Martin Hayden told the meeting that some of the land earmarked for the housing for all plans should be used for modular housing and that rapid build houses should be used for housing Irish people too. Former Cabinet Minister Michael Ring and Minister of State Patrick O'Donovan and Dublin Fingal's Alan Farrell made similar contributions while Eva Radker told the meeting that Ireland must emerge from the crisis in Ukraine on the right side of history. Sky News reports that the Pope has said even priests and nuns give in to temptation and watch online pornography. Pope Francis said in the Vatican yesterday that porn is a vice that has ensnared many people, priests and nuns included. He described the consumption of pornography as weakening the soul and said it invites the devil into your heart. I wonder, is he right? Are many nuns watching pornography? I find this very well, hard. Why wouldn't they? Well, I just, um, well, first of all, women watch pornography less than yeah. men and nuns, yeah. the age group of nuns, they're not necessarily... I think he kind of knows more than we do about what priests and nuns are doing. No? I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, 
<laughs> I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Still to come this morning on News Talk Breakfast with Shane Akira, should state ownership of Ireland's water be enshrined in the Constitution? We're going to speak to the Dublin woman as well who is gutted as planners force her to paint over her boxing ballerina's mural on her home in South County Dublin. Up next though, should we do away with wasteful plastic Halloween decorations? News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.